so glad that this piece is you know being applied to a puzzle like this thousand pieces of puzzles and assembling together in the same fashion that a thousand individuals from down south assemble to create a unified beautiful thing today we are arriving with joseph watson the artist behind migration west brown joseph grew up in gardena california Throughout the years, Joseph had the opportunity to be influenced not only by great creative mentors, but also by the wonderful Los Angeles landscape where everyday life was unique and filled with excitement, danger, culture, and love. Joseph's goal is to make the world a better place by using his art as a tool for inspiration. Hello, Joseph. Thank you so much for joining us for Vibing With. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. You are the amazing artist behind Migration Westbound. How did you come up with that beautiful piece? Well, I would consider this more of a collaborative effort between myself and the actual collector who commissioned me for the original piece. So basically the, the whole idea really was to capture something that's representative of the African-American experience. So we chose that idea of the great migration basically and finding a unique way to portray that whole experience and kind of intertwine my style of storytelling and illustrating as well as you know the whole idea of you know like his family you know traveling from you know texas out to california that's pretty much how it originally came about amazing so i didn't realize it was a commission piece where's the original piece on display private collection yeah so basically oh. most likely will never be seen by the public because it's, yeah. Okay. Well, it, it will be seen in puzzle form. And the good thing is it's a thousand piece puzzle. So it's a pretty pr large size. I'm not sure how big the original is, but it's a pretty substantial size for somebody to want to, to display it on their walls when they complete it. Yeah, so the original measured roughly 24 inches tall by 36 wide by an inch in depth. And it was painted with acrylic on canvas. And yeah, yeah, it was a pretty, you know, cool process that I go about creating these, you know, these images and illustrating them and stuff. The puzzle is, what's the dimensions of the puzzle again? They're 20 by 27. Okay, so the original is like slightly larger. Yeah. I remember when we were like trying to decide like what size we wanted to do the image, we were like sizing it. I'm like, if we, we can't do it as a 500 piece because it would cut off so much. Like you have mm -hmm. so much detail all throughout. Mm -hmm. And we were like, okay, we either have all the words and we cut off a person or we have the people and we cut off words. And so it was like a thousand pieces. That's the only way to go. Yeah, this particular piece, I try to include so many different elements in this whole experience. In general, like when folks view my artwork, it's not like a one shot sort of deal. It's like, oh, you know, that's a beautiful picture. They have to look deeper into the piece to really explore the meaning behind it. This particular piece, I don't know if I should give away like all of the, you know, hidden details and stuff, but there's elements that are very symbolic for just transitioning for into a better tomorrow. You know, there's like that railroad track that's there that could be symbolic for, you know, traveling to a, uh, a land, of, you know, with more promise is also the fact that you cross the tracks to the other side and it's a you know, whole new, a better situation. If you look closely at the railroad track on the actual piece, there's one of my signature blue flowers that are there, which, you know, in all my pieces that stands for hope and determination. So it's that little sort of reminder of, you know what, something brighter is better for you on the other side. So pursue your path and just keep going. And, you know, it worked out for a lot of folks. You look on the ground too, there's actually 
a lot of words, encouraging words that are just kind of carved into the dirt, into the mud that these people are stepping over to just really push them along. That's what we all need in life is that push to get where we really want to go and need to go, but not only for our generations, but for future generations. Because yeah, you know, even myself, you know, and a lot of my friends and a lot of people in California out west, we're like the product of that event, you know, though all that long event over time of folks taking that brave journey to migrate out west, out westbound. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have people who are really interested in this image being a puzzle because we did a Black History card with the image back in February. And yep. one of my friends of mine said that like what she really resonated with were the words carved into the ground and even like the little cotton that's in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like So she noticed little details that I hadn't seen. And that is the beauty of doing a puzzle is that you have to see, you know, like even when you don't necessarily see it in the bigger image, you have to notice those details because that's the only way to get it done, you know? And so they'll they'll be able to catch all of those those cool, you know, really special pieces that you put into it. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, almost forgot about that little detail too, you know, that the branch of cotton there, it's just a reminder of like, you know, where they came from and where they're leaving. I had to get it in there. I just had to. Plus, it really complements the rest of the piece. It's almost like, you know, adding a certain ingredient to, you know, salt or paprika to accent it quite well i think also to this detail if you notice in the back on the left side there's like oil drills that are just exploding with just oil because you know that being texas it's kind of symbolic for a natural resource leaving its natural area you know like under the earth it's like it's being pulled out but the people back south they were actually a valuable resource as well they left so it's like this duality of kind of like the same thing that's kind of going on it's like displacement you know displacement very important individuals yeah that's kind of like what that is i love it that is so cool to hear like kind of the creative mind that went into the different aspects of that piece <laughs> yeah definitely more symbolism in it than i originally realized and like i didn't even think about the tracks being in that way that you explained it. i love that like just makes it brings it even more depth and more real you know so even in the clouds, you have like the family, the people in the clouds. Is that something more behind that? Well, oh yeah, like little- yeah. They're they're basically watching and encouraging. They're like, you know, it's better out here out west. Just look at us. It's just that hope in the sky of you know what, just keep moving, and we're gonna keep an eye on you. And that's what that stands for. Also, too, I'm so glad that this piece is you know being applied to a puzzle because in in a way it's kind of like taking the pieces, like the thousand pieces of puzzles and assembling together in the same fashion that a thousand individuals from down south assembled to create a unified, beautiful thing, you know, which is success in the future. The folks are going to assemble the puzzle and create this beautiful piece as these folks assembled with this, you know, common dream to have a better tomorrow and they left the south, you know. So it's like this cool thing going on. It's like, and when you're done, putting the puzzle together it's like an accomplishment just like how you know our folks accomplished their mission to you know come out here you got a history lesson and a beautiful piece of art when you do this puzzle <laughs> yeah so <laughs> talked about the piece but how did you get to be an artist how did the person commissioning find you like what's your journey oh it's been a long one so yeah basically what happened was when I was like in elementary school, I was that kid that never really got picked sports teams. I would just sit on the bench and watch all the other kids play, have all this fun. And, 
you know, I, all I had really was my pencil and paper and I had no choice but to draw, you know, any anger or frustration or sadness I had, I would use that pencil and paper as my outlet. Before you know it, friends started noticing like, hey, that's kind of cool. Wow, you're an artist. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And I just started running with it. So fast forward to about high school, let's say about 16 years old, I decided to, because you know, in Los Angeles at the time, it was extremely difficult to actually get a job in the, in, you know, like in the 1990s. So eventually yeah, at the age of like 16, maybe 17, started my own thing at the Swap Meet Airbrushing T-shirts and you know, decided ultimately I didn't really want to do sign painting for the rest of my life. So I found out about this school called Art Center College of Design in Pasadena. And I started majoring in illustration there, minored in fine art, and did some like entertainment design stuff too. That was a blessing attending that school and graduating. It was, you know, graduate of honors. It was great. And found myself after that into the uh, video game industry, uh, doing a lot of concept art for games on PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, and did that for like five years or so, then got into some other commercial art stuff as well, management and things like that. About, I would say like 15, no, I'm sorry, like 13 years ago, started my own art gallery in Las Vegas called the Joseph Watson Collection. We, yeah, we were stationed in the arts district for 12 years until COVID hit and I decided to shut the doors. But during my time there, we did like so many art exhibits, mentoring, got into you know, illustrating children's books, commission pieces for like Cirque du Soleil, have stuff in, yeah, like Raider Stadium. Like, there's like tons of different neat projects I've been fortunate enough to be a part of. And yeah, one of the newest, of course, is the Puzzles of Color, Migration mm -hmm. Westbound, newest things. So, but as far as how the person who commissioned me to do the Migration Westbound piece, he actually showed up to my art gallery, I guess, a few years back and purchased one of my urban style prints that was, let's see, it was an image. I believe it was one based in like Watts, California called Community with these like little colorful houses. And then a couple of years fast forward, he decided that he wanted me to create a unique commission piece for him. And that's how that happened. Wow. You have quite the story. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> you've yeah. got a long journey of, of things that you've done. That's super cool. You also featured video games design. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I was a concept artist for Midway Games. So at Midway, I don't think they're around anymore, but they were uh, headquartered in San Diego. So basically my role there was designing a lot of different character designs that you would see in video games, as well as the backgrounds and doing a lot of the 3D modeling and texturing as well. And some interface design is also too. So yeah, kind of bounce around a little bit, but mainly did concept art for yeah video game production. Well, that's pretty cool. Can you tell us any games you worked on? Any of them were like mainstream? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. Gravity Games, Bike, Street Burt, Dirt. There's uh, several canceled games. Gauntlet, Seven Sorrows. Yeah, did some concept art on that. The Suffering by Surreal Studios. Did some work on that. Also some PC games. Was doing some freelance work on Attack of Pearl Harbor and stuff for like Legendo Entertainment. That is so cool. From doing kind of digital art and airbrushing and, you know, oil and canvas. Like, what is your favorite medium? You know, it really depends what I'm creating. So for children's books, my favorite medium is, I would say, like digital method, uh, Procreate, and moving that over to uh, Photoshop, you know, using the Cintiq. For my traditional paintings, I prefer more on acrylic on canvas. So I don't paint in oils because I'm, yeah, 
I'm like allergic to the turpentine in the oils. I don't do well around it. Yeah, so for paintings, acrylic on canvas and children's books, more of the digital method. And it's pretty much my main two media that I enjoy working with. If it's something more like on walls, like mural projects, acrylics. So the painting behind you, is that, or is it a graphite? This is acrylic on canvas. So it measures about 60 inches wide by about, I would say like 30, 36 tall. And it's acrylic on canvas, yeah. So let me move out of the way a little bit. It's titled Used Cars. So uh, yeah, the whole, the story, there's a story behind it too. So yeah, I have this whole series of these cars made of musical instruments. So if you look close, all these cars are made up of like piano keys, saxophones and, and stuff, horn instruments, and even the bridge there too. It's like the underbelly of it is like the tuning ports from the saxophone. And in the back over there, it's like some dilapidated, like abandoned, you know, car manufacturing plants. So it's, it's set in Detroit pretty much. Basically a whole row of used cars made up of musical instruments. Yeah, I actually just got this piece back from my tour. It was at a six today. Yeah, they just dropped it off today. So it was a six library tour since about a year and a half now. And it just touched down here like three hours ago with a whole bunch of other pieces too. So now I got to figure out, wow, what am I going to do with about 40 pieces of art that just touched back down, but I'll get it back there somewhere else. So this is all stored in your house, I'm assuming? I'm in the home studio right now. Wow. Yeah. A lot of space there. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty nice size, yeah. The whole house, it's pretty much covered in a lot of art. Yeah, it's like a, it's kind of like an art exhibit, I guess you can say. The house, yeah. but uh, stuff goes out and it comes back. So depending on where I'm exhibiting or what got collected, it just kind of, it's never really the same. My wife is always like, "Why'd you sell that piece?" Or yeah, that was my favorite. And I go, "Well, I'll just make another." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm assuming you're still painting and drawing now. So what kind of inspires you as you work now? Life. Just life, whether it's difficult situations, successful situations, these things, even growing uh, older into the years, you know, raising a kid, being married, losing folks along the line, all of these things inspire uh, why I create my art. You know, whether it's for actual fine art paintings or even children's books too, that stuff kind of spills over into my choice of color style of designing the characters, also interpreting the, the script of the story for the children's book. Same sort of life, life's, life molds my style and choices and it is me being an artist. What kind of advice would you give to an artist that may be listening today? I would say just stick to your vision. Don't be afraid to utilize the tools that are out there and don't be afraid to just really leverage technology to give you that extra push to where you need to be. Be aware of how successful individuals, the path they took and not necessarily follow their exact path, but also learn what they did wrong in addition to what they did right. And maybe you could tweak, you know, so you can get where you need in life. And, you know, don't mold yourself after one particular artist, not necessarily, but kind of just be a, a sponge and absorb and get inspired by folks who are getting where they should be in life with, with, with art. Because yeah, it is a very challenging journey, whether you're young or old starting out, you know, you could start older as well too. It's never too late, by the way. Look around, you're surrounded by art, learn as much as possible and just try to just, yeah, break down and unravel successful designs and individuals as well. Yeah, just research. Don't be afraid to fail. I'm sure a lot of individuals have heard that in the past, but you know, failure isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's a bad thing if you fail and you didn't 
look back on why you failed and try not to repeat that again. But if you make more iterations of that path of like failing and you just tighten it up, dial it in and try not to repeat that before you know it, that failure will become a success. And people are going to ask you, hey, how did you get there? You know, it's a cool thing. So don't be afraid to invest the time, the work. Go for it. Just go for it and be ready. So you mentioned social media and technology. How has that changed for you, you know, in your career over the years? I guess that I try to have my ears and eyes open to see what's current and the most efficient way to get my art out there and, you know, do commerce and things like that. Try not to wait too long to dive into some new tech. But yeah, throughout the years, of course, it was more like, I would say, all traditional, you know, back in the day, it was just, you know, cash and carry. There was no like credit card transactions. And even earlier too, there was no computer in my workflow at the line. Then that kind of got introduced you know, to what I do, I would say like somewhere in the 1990s or so, trying to stick with, in, you know, Photoshop, Illustrator, 3D software as well, and just kind of keep an eye on everything and how people are navigating throughout this, this art life and making a good living off of it. Uh, of course, nowadays, things have completely changed again with, of course, AI and also NFTs as well. So that's completely flipped. But I can say that, yeah, that stuff is like very now and current and you know, of course, it's going to open up doors for folks to create stuff and who knows, be like the next big thing, I guess. However, I don't really, I don't think we're going to lose the person behind the art. You know, I think that's going to be the new thing. Like, what's the persona and the backstory of the creator? Because to me, that's probably more valuable or if not as valuable than the actual art because it gives the art more of a purpose, you know? Absolutely. What kind of music do you listen to that like inspires you while you create? Oh gosh, I listen to a bunch of stuff. I listen to a lot of underground hip hop, especially stuff from like the 1990s I like a lot as well. So as far as specific groups go that's, that are on my playlist, yeah, yeah, groups like Freestyle Fellowship, Talib Kweli, LA Cool, Farside, also some of the West Coast uh, gangster rap stuff as well, you know, like DJ Quick, Dog Pound, also like classic rock stuff too you know like rolling stones mm -hmm. also a whole bunch of just like interviews i listen to while i'm you know painting along that's great and yeah some jazz here and there as well but yeah i would say mainly it leans on underground hip-hop classic rock you know, some beatles here and there yeah yeah that's a good good diverse little list there i like it yeah <laughs> is there any particular sound or things you're listening to while you're creating migration westbound is there anything that inspired some of your decisions while you're painting for that particular piece, there was a lot of interviews I was listening to around that time. Documentaries. Yeah, I was definitely watching documentaries and just reading a lot about the, you know, the whole migration. Just to, you know, make sure I'm in tune. And once I got a little bit, I don't want to say burnt down or anything like that. I just wanted to, you know, switch it up a little bit. Then it would turn on a little bit of jazz, you know, and some underground hip-hop stuff as well, too. So, yeah, mixed between documentaries based on that subject and underground hip-hop, a little bit of jazz. And some violence as well too because that's that's good too okay. but you know music actually it definitely helps the brush move along it just do like rhythmic you know brush strokes i think it does have an effect on the movement of the hand just you know if you're really in tune with it i agree i can definitely see that even when i do design or work or things of that nature it definitely helps you to change your mood gets you in a different like space while you're working totally how are you getting out there now what, what do you have coming up next 
Let's see, coming up next, on a children's book right now, Jojo Goose Learns to Create. So yeah, putting a lot of effort into at the moment. Then I'm going to be seeking more shows as well. So yeah, I'll be getting my stuff out there to promote myself more. I'll do a website overhaul next. NFT stuff as well. Working on a series. I have a, like, a whole conceptual floral series, Urban Flora Collection. So I want to translate that over into a NFT series. So that's something yeah, I'll be pursuing. That's, that's cool. Interesting space to kind of learn and navigate. It's a lot of opportunity in it. So that's pretty cool. Totally. And there's, there's other stuff I can't really say at the moment. <laughs> okay. When the time is right, yeah, I'll be making some more announcements. But you know how it is. Yeah, trust me, there's some cool stuff you know, in the works. And, of course, the Migration Westbound Puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. definitely keep us in the loop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Get the puzzle. I was going to say, keep us in the loop on the other projects that, that you can't reveal yet, because we definitely love to make sure that our followers are aware of different things that the artists are working on, and we and we love to share that kind of information. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of social media, where can all of our followers find you? At Joseph Watson Art. So just go there and you can see all the happenings and creations and things and the new stuff I'll be dropping. So yeah, so it's at and J-O-S-E-P-H-W-A-T-S-O-N-A-R-T. Okay. And that's Instagram. Are you on Facebook and like Twitter and all of that or? Yeah, yeah. You can just look up at Joseph Watson Art and yeah, you'll see it pop up. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us. And we are super, super excited about the puzzle. And thank you so much for allowing us to use it for a Black History card that we did. Yeah, <laughs> thank oh, you yeah. for working with us. Well, it's it's been an honor to work with you guys as well. You know, uh, so excited to just see the release of the puzzle and get it into as many hands as possible because you know, it's going to be a lot of fun and rewarding once the puzzle is all assembled together. So it's going to, I hope, hopefully encourage a lot of people to follow their dreams and path in life and invite the others that they know around them to do the same. Because you never yeah. know. You can also listen to a curated playlist of music to pair with this artist puzzle on Spotify.